tuned in to mutinyradio.fm this is the joke workshop i'm your host pam benjamin we've got a couple comedians tonight that's good there's a lot of open mics on mondays now so it's crazy and i know that you have choices to make and you chose this and i appreciate that so tonight i brought ice cream sandwiches for everybody please eat an ice cream sandwich to remind you that you're here at the joke workshop which is all about the sandwich all about that compliment sandwich Remember, the show is as good as you guys want to make it. Uh, the microphones are out there to make comments, take notes, pay attention, and uh, help out your fellow comedians. If you're going to give some comments, make it uh, a shit sandwich. Nice toasted brioche bun on the top. Put the shit in the middle. Maybe a little mayonnaise. Smooth it on down. And uh, have an ice cream sandwich. And donate money to Mutiny Radio. Yay, because I need money all the time. All right. Uh, hey, we're going to get started. It's... I mean, since there aren't very many people, I'm not going to be, like, super strict on the time. Um, so, there we go. But when you hear the horn, it means you have a minute. So, you know, use your whole minute. Don't, like, dump out or anything. And let's get started here at Mutiny Radio on the Joke Workshop. Yeah! All right. You're first comedian of the night. I'm really excited because he's going to be one of the comedians on the inaugural show next Monday, 2-17 at Wazima on Divisadero at Fell Street. It's a new show called Talking Shit, and it's um, comedian teams together doing 10-minute sets however they want to divide it up. They can do sketch, they can be funny, they can heckle each other. doesn't matter, it's going to be fun. Put your hands together, everybody, right now for Ian Levy! Hello, thank you. Um... I, uh, I've talked about it before. I, I work as a, a nanny. That's what I do for a living. And uh, I do it all through a company. And the company is called uh, College Nannies. Um, and uh, people often ask, do you have to be in college to work there? Uh, and the truth is, no, you don't. Uh, but people would prefer it if you were. Uh, because they'll often be like, uh, oh, hey, do you do this job because you're a student? And I go, nope. And they go, Ugh. That's a common response people give me because I think, you know, it's, people say the city's not judgmental, but if you tell people you choose to be a nanny because you like kids, it's, uh, yeah, they're not super hot on that. You feel a little bit of judgment. But, um, I recently, uh, a new person was hired for uh, the college nannies where I work. Uh, it was a girl. Um, and she, I found out, uh, is, uh, 17. Uh, that's how old she is. I, I, uh, have a, uh, bachelor's degree, uh, and it turns out you don't even need a high school diploma to do, and she's achieved, she's the same level as me at the job, the same rank on the career path of, I can, uh, an actual thing I can say to people is, oh, do you see that child over there with braces? That's my colleague. So it was a good, uh, yeah, yeah, my peer, um, 
But it's weird. it was weird. I didn't realize how young she was when we were talking because I uh, I was talking to her and I was like, oh, where do you uh, where do you go to school? And she's like, or um, I said, so what what what's your degree? What do you study? And then she's like, oh, I'm in high school. Uh, and she's like, yeah, it turns out you don't have to be in college to work here. Uh, I was like, well, I'd prefer it. But honestly, it's okay. It's like, yeah. It's interesting talking to a 17-year-old because she didn't have anything. We didn't have anything we could talk about. There was nothing that connected us. I asked her just to try to make conversation. I said, uh, what kind of movies do you like? And she said, I don't know. And I said, oh, well, what kind of uh, music do you like? And she said, uh, I don't know. And I said, oh, well, what do you like? And she said, I don't know. Uh, which I think is interesting because... It's not that she doesn't like anything. I'm sure she's just been trained from a young age, like, you know, anyone, to be ashamed of things she's interested in in case she likes the wrong thing. I think this is probably someone who at a young age, she's like dragons or something. And then one day she went to school and then people were like, what do you like? And she's like, I like dragons. They're like, you fucking nerd. And then now she has to pretend not to. Which, you know, who doesn't go through that is this is, uh, I've also talked about this before. Uh, I was homeschooled for a long time and homeschoolers don't have that kind of shame at all is, uh, and everyone shits on homeschoolers for being weird. Uh, they're not weird. They just enjoy things. And then that's, you know, they just enjoy what they, like, if you see a homeschooler, it'll be, uh, just like a guy in a tie dyed t-shirt with like a macaroni necklace. And you'd be like, oh, what do you like? And he'll tell you, he'll be like, I like dragons. And you're like, oh, cool. And macaroni. You know, like they just they just go for it because they're happy living their lives. I didn't even know I was homeschooled the entire time. I didn't go to any. I went to kindergarten and that was it. And then to college was the next school. And I had never been bullied or made fun of until I went to a school because it's I went to a high school once because my friend who was also homeschooled uh, got on the high school baseball team i don't know how to this day i maybe they didn't check i think he just showed up to practice and like well okay but my my friend he was on a high school baseball team and i went to support him uh and these two girls who i'd never seen before who were about my age who were probably all like 15 uh they walked up to me and then they said uh why are you wearing a macaroni necklace and I was like, because I like it. And they said, ew. And then my feelings were hurt. And I did, haven't worn one since. So I was shamed out of it. It's true. Okay. I don't know where any of that's going, but fair enough. That, that feels about right. I, um, uh, uh, I, when I was first moved to San Francisco, uh, I was looking for a place to live. Um, and I found a, a room that uh, someone had used uh, bed sheets to make an extra. It was like a, a room where they'd used in their living room, they'd set up bed sheets uh, so you could pay to live in their sheets, I guess. Uh, and it was, uh, I applied to live in the sheets room uh, and they rejected me because I wasn't good enough. I didn't, they found a better option. I, I wasn't good enough to live in linen. So that's... I feel like there's something with my life there. Okay, that's all my time. I'm done. Yay! Yay! Yay, Ian Levy. Yay! You're so funny. I have uh, comments, but so it looks like Starler has comments too. Do you want to go first? Do you want me to go? Okay. 
Um, I was thinking for your college nanny joke. I enjoy where you're going with it, but what if you make it a little more um, like maybe if she's your boss for the joke? Okay, the high school student like make it a little more crazy. Okay, yeah, and then and then like talk about your boss and then reveal that she has braces and then reveal that she's in high school. Something like back cut up because it took a long time to set it up but the idea is fantastic all right yeah and then on the same tip um maybe delving into something about homeschooling versus high school because now she's in like you were kind of getting there but like specific differences that you recognize now because of high school versus homeschool and then there's this i mean this is just for us because it's a comedy room but i was like you've never been bullied until you started (laughs) stand-up Yeah, <laughs> because of the homeschool thing. But everything I like everywhere where you're going with oh, it. Uh, so, thank you. Yay! No. Uh, good question. I I tried to someone undid him the other day, and I, that one should work. Is this there? That, that one, one works. Use hear. that one. Okay. Use that one. So uh, with the job with the high schooler, are you like better at the job than her in any way? Or oh no. That, okay, so like none of that education, none of that experience yeah, yeah. matters at all. Yeah, I study mass media, so <laughs> I can tell her about French films, but that's about it. That's funny. And then the other thing I would note is uh, getting her at some point to admit something she likes, and then you going like, "Ew." Just following up on that little previous. Just bully comment. her. Yeah. yeah. That's something a high schooler would say. <laughs> Okay. I was gonna say, uh, I mean, it's probably beneficial that in kindergarten they told you told you not to wear uh, like the macaroni necklaces. Okay. Because then, like, the only other opportunity you would have ever had for someone to tell you not to wear a macaroni necklace would have been in college. But the thing I'm trying to get at is we should all be okay with wearing macaroni necklace. The problem isn't me. The problem is you, okay? The problem is the anti-macaroni necklace lobby or whatever. Okay, We okay. should all be I'm allowed sorry. to wear macaroni necklaces. You can so wear macaroni everyone necklace Everyone else is week. wrong. That's what I'm, I've, I'm clearly, I've, I've done it poorly, but the Mac- point is. Macaroni necklaces don't make a lot of sense either because you, because if you eat them, it's dry pasta. Like I'm more into the Cheerio necklace. Do you like, like fun, the- Pam? Do you like, have you ever just had joy? Run your fingers through grass, put macaroni on your necklace? The point is, you're not supposed to wear it around your neck. <laughs> Live your life, people! No, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I do like the point. I like okay, the point. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Other comments? Anyone? Anyone? Everybody clap wildly for Ian Levy! And go see him with his teammate, Mike Evans Jr., next Monday at 9 o'clock at Wazima, and we'll see what they come up with. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, new show. Your next comedian, uh, what a joy. I love him so much. Every time he does jokes, I think he's just the best one-liner around. He reminds me of like, like an Asian Mitch Hedberg that doesn't do heroin. Put your hands together for Dwight Mai! <laughs> I do Vicodin. I don't. I don't. Uh, I like to eat. You know, I was reading about hunger strikes. Right? I like them. It's reverse terrorism. Right? If my demands are not met, I will kill only myself. <laughs> and you would think the higher ups would go, fine. Right? But no, it works. It makes me think what else would work, you know? Because like, I don't want to go hungry. So, if my demands are not met, I will eat buckets of lard until my cholesterol skyrockets. 
you know and then i'll be like oh 50 pounds later like oh they still haven't given me a raise fine i guess i'll go on a hunger strike i need to lose weight anyways <laughs> but now it's gonna take longer anyways that's the new one <laughs> it's new oh oh i shouldn't look down but i didn't have to because it tells me to oh you know uh I, I saw identical twins and every time i see identical twins at and how great they get along, it makes me think that world peace is possible. Except we all just have to look alike. Right? Could you imagine world peace? We have achieved world peace, but the world is now extremely boring. Nobody wants to box each other. Everybody's laughing at everybody's goddamn jokes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But we've taken care of that problem. New problem! The extremely high suicide rate. We need to bring it down. Because it's boring. Okay. Anyways, uh, I was thinking about, uh, you know, when it comes to groups of friends, I think three is the best. Because with two, whatever that person says, you have to listen. Right? You're like, oh, he's talking about lava again? Jesus Christ, I get it. It's interesting. It's destructive, yet it created Hawaii. I get it. Can we talk about something else? But, you know, with three people, all you have to do is turn your attention to the other guy, and now the first guy is left thinking, oh, maybe I do talk too much about lava. But it's so interesting. It moves slowly and allows you to evacuate. It's the nicest natural disaster out there. Like the tectonic plates, I too must shift my conversation. And you think if three is good, four is better, right? No. Eventually, it just breaks down into two groups of two, and now you're right back where you started, talking about, oh, now he's talking about icebergs. I get it. It's an island of ice. It's the opposite of lava. Can't we just move away completely from lava? You know? Anyways, that's... Hey, you know... Uh, you know when you're on the phone, the more you switch from one ear to the other, the more tired you are of that conversation? You're like, oh man, my left ear's had enough. Right eardrum, time for you to take a beating. I know, you've already told me. Ancient people probably came up with the idea of hell when earth opened up and out came lava. <laughs> I gotta go! <laughs> Motherfucker's calling me up about lava now. <laughs> Anyways, um, hey, uh, you know, how come babies are so cute? I think it's just because they're just not tall, right? If a baby's height reached your chest, breastfeeding it would be physically easier, but psychologically way harder. Uh, the baby's like, Mom, I'm hungry. You're like, oh, I'm scared. I'll give you a bottle. Go over there. Catch. I would breastfeed you, but ever since you came around, I've been on antidepressants and it's leaking into the milk. <laughs> Maybe I should breastfeed myself so I could reabsorb the medication. <laughs> Ma, those are mine! <gasps> You're so scary. Stop scaring mama. And you know when a baby cries, sometimes the mama goes, oh, he's just tired, right? He's just tired, but if you think, if that was true, wouldn't he just save his energy, right? He would just save his energy. What I really think is that he's just tired of you, right? Because everybody has a certain amount of social energy, I think, you know? When you're, you're tired, you just leave, but the baby can't leave. He doesn't give a shit. 
Right? He's just like, I want you to leave. That needs a better punchline. Okay, that's my time. Thank you, folks, for listening to me. Yay! 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 Uh, so, you used to tag. Um, I, I'll start with. I think you're hilarious. I love everything. Um, I, the nicest natural disaster is a great tag. I think that's really funny. I feel like that you went with the lava and then the ice and there's got to be more in there about like what's the meanest natural disaster or something just to write more on it but you used to tag that ear that phone thing to your mom yeah that never worked it never worked for you because it's funny that you brought in this mom thing again with the with the breastfeeding and so i thought since if you're gonna talk yeah. about you could i was just like i miss, i missed that tag so i don't know why maybe just you're cutting it because it didn't work and but yeah it, it didn't work so i had to cut it out and i had to put in i thought okay conversation two three four social conversation phone switching maybe i could just call back on the lava thing and sure 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 yeah well i would double down that that whole new thing about the breast because i've heard the thing before about breastfeeding yeah. and, and it, but then you added all this new stuff which i really like the antidepressant and reabsorbing it all that stuff is very very funny oh thank you pam yeah. thank you you're getting a free Ice cream sandwich on me. Oh, awesome. Yeah, please, everybody, please eat ice cream sandwiches before they melt, please, because then I'll just <laughs> throw them away. But uh, other oh. comments for what? Melting. Yeah, I know they're all melting. I feel like when you say when the world is so boring that it'll make you commit suicide, you can tag that with like, I'm just kidding. I would never do that to my twins. Because people don't kill themselves because of their family, you know, because it would hurt them. Oh. This might only make sense to me. But those are the words that came out of my face. Yeah, okay. I'll think about that. I That's just good. think it's always great when Starler just says words because his voice is so cool. Oh. I'm like, just say words. That's fine. <laughs> How'd you get that voice? He has a joke about it. It's his mom's oh. fault. Oh, okay. Never mind. We won't ruin his material. We'll All do right. it. I'll do it later at Hack Night at Delirium. I'm just plugging everything tonight. Dwight, do you have anything to play? Obviously, you're perfect. Me? No one has anything to say. No, I'm going to... Oh, yeah. Uh, to, next week, I'm going to be here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and yeah. then Friday, I'm going to be here. Sweet. <laughs> you know you know what? On fr Friday is Valentine's Day. Does anybody care? Oh, you know what? I got a date. Never mind. Do you have a date? That's great. Yeah. Yeah, we'll just... Now we're turning into therapy. She uh, has everybody like clap. 10 arms and shit. You, you have a, a date with tentacle porn? Yeah. Sweet. <laughs> Sweet. Did you guys hear about the story of the guy who put an eel up his ass and then the eel like burrowed through his intestines and and they pulled the eel out and then it died. Oh. <laughs> but he had to have reconstructive surgery on his because the eel <laughs> went crazy and it went up his intestinal and just started eating through his body. Yeah. True story. Wow, I'm gonna Google that. Put your hands together, everyone, for Dwamai. <laughs> It's just, that's just, it's just a warning. So like tentacle porn is cool and it's a cartoon. Don't try it in real life. <laughs> da -na -na -na, the more you know. No, you're great. Hey, bye, Dwight. See you later. Uh, you're an ex-comedian. Uh, what, a, what a joy and wonderment she is. Uh, you can see her later at Delirium too. I'm excited to see her right now. Put your hands together for Rachel Pinson. <laughs> guys ready for hack night hack night hack night hack night delirium all right give it up for your hosts everybody yeah now clap more than that come on i need validation and i'm trying to get it through her hey everybody make some noise for your bartender yeah 
Yeah. Hey, give it up for yourselves for being here. Come on, keep it going. Keep, I need, I need more. I need more clapping. Okay. I know what you guys are all thinking. I look just like this really relatable celebrity, but like a little bit uglier, you know? Yeah, I know, it's rough. I have people uh, have probably made fun of me in uh, middle school. Uh, uh, what's up, guys? You guys dating? You guys fucking? You guys, how'd you meet? <laughs> oh, you guys are fucking? Which one's the bottom? That's the personal question. Oh, yeah. You guys fuck with those dating apps? Anybody in here fuck with those dating apps? You know, like the Tinder, the Grinder, Venmo, whatever? Like, you guys... I do the dating app thing, but it's really hard because I look I look just like that before mentioned celebrity and people make really clever comments about it. Oh, it's rough. It's rough. Guys, I am addicted to porn, man. I watch so much porn. Does anyone in here watch porn? Watching people fucking? Watching these two guys fucking? Watching people fuck whatever they want? Watching them fuck my wife, you know? Watching them fuck a... What are those things called? Exhaust pipe on their car? Like, I can't, oh man. But what's really embarrassing is one time I got caught watching porn. The embarrassing part was it was gay porn. Oh, doesn't this microphone look like a penis though? Yeah, I think it does. All right, guys. I make so much money in tech, man. I make so much money in tech. And it's hilarious, isn't it? Isn't it hilarious? Isn't it hilarious how much money I make? Like, the funny part about it to me is I walk by all these homeless people on my way to work, and their lives are way more interesting than mine, you know? So that's where I come up with my clever bits, and that's why I ride the Muni. Yeah. Uh, let's see, what other hack stuff do I have? Um, I see you're wearing a t-shirt. You like, uh, being clothed? <laughs> you like... It's pretty sweet. Hey, you got sunglasses over your hat. Do you hate the sun? You're just trying to block it out of your life, block it out of your heart, block it out of your mind? Like, okay. Um, uh, you guys smoke weed? Anybody in here smoke weed? Smoke weed? Weed smoker? Weed smoker? You guys, like, do you ever get high? Do you ever get high? Do you ever get, do you ever get like so high, like you're really high and then you come up with like a clever thing to say and you talk about it on stage because you're like, whoa, stoners can relate to this. It's great. All right. What other hack stuff? (laughs) Um, Okay. Here's a one liner. And I know it sounds just like a meme that you read earlier on the internet. Okay. Okay, I didn't write that. That was probably Shakespeare, actually. I need to come up with a one-liner to throw in uh, to that. Yeah, that horn of uh, whatever. Uh, Oh, yeah, if none of you guys are laughing at this, it's because you're dumb, and I am really funny. I am hilarious. You guys just don't get it. (laughs) Give it up for yourselves for being here, you know? Give it up for the host. Give it up. Give it up for the bartender. Give up your car. Give up your life. Give up your car keys, your wallets. Give up on comedy. Give up on drinking. Give up this set because it's over now. Bye. Yay, Rachel Benson. Yay. With your hack set. Hooray. I thought it was great. Go ahead, Jason. I enjoyed it. That was fun. Um, 
I don't know if I enjoyed the tech one. I don't know if I've heard <laughs> the tech one that much. Like like people will talk about their tech jobs. Is that is that? I I I think it's more like a San Francisco local comedian thing that because I do hear a lot of people talk about their tech jobs. Okay, yeah. I think whole, I, I felt but, like what was more real was like using Bart and using like homeless people as a premise. I think that that was like way more hacky. Okay. Than like people like you like having their job and then comparing it to like. Oh, this is like person. this is fun. It's like uh, instead of making the jokes better, it's like everybody how do we make, make these jokes worse? worse? Yeah, <laughs> like we <laughs> just need it. Yeah, that no, was fun. That was I would say a way to make that joke worse um, is to give the op give the audience the opportunity when you set, do that hack setup like. You want us to say how much money? Do you know what I mean? When oh, you say I yeah. make so much money in tech, and how then wait money? and be like, how much money? So be- much money that's hilarious because, when I walk by. Right, that, but just <laughs> but you you did that a couple times, but give the audience the opportunity to accept the hack. Okay. And maybe that one-liner should be a knock-knock joke, just because they're or a light bulb joke or something oh, really like yeah. super hacky and mundane. Just yeah. like how many feminists does it take to screw in a light bulb? My dick <laughs> or something. <laughs> you know, like, all right. You, I was gonna say you forgot to do a poop joke. Oh, poop joke. Okay. Um, all right. Um, fecal humor on my. Notebook. There, there was one other thing I wanted to say with where you can riff at the top. And you can work it back through and it will be hack and you can work it for a long time. But it's when you say, who do I look like to go to the audience and be like, who, which one do you think I look like? And then <laughs> you can ask multiple people and see what you get and then say something completely different. Be like, it's actually Jeff Goldblum. You know? like, <laughs> I look just okay. like an uglier Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> like it's, it's, or, okay. or whatever name you want. Like pull a, pull a name out. Sean Connery. I don't know. Fucking Okay. What's up, Rachel? Uh, So when you're talking about the gay porn, I think you need to make it clear to the audience that men having sex with other men is funny. So say (laughs) men having sex with men is funny. Uh, And if anyone ever think I was a homosexual, wouldn't that be hilarious? (laughs) That would be wild. Uh, So with the tech money, I feel like you need to be have more hatred for the homeless and like talk about removing them and stuff. Like the crowd is going to be on your side with that. I make way too much money to be around these people. Am I right? Yeah, that's am I right? And then I feel like since you're talking about your tech money job, and this is totally like a hack comedy thing, you can say that you brought some of your coworkers here tonight and then just point at random people in the crowd. (laughs) Yeah, and be like, like yeah, your Q4 dude is just not coming up to par. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Okay, thanks everyone. Yay, Rachel Finson. Is there any more comments? Anyone, you want to comment? Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Hi. <clears throat> I'm new here, but I'm old. But So I don't know who you're supposed what celebrity you look like. Is it obvious? I haven't thought of one. It's, oh. just, it's just like a joke that a lot of people do because they're like, I know what I look like. And then I look like... Um, but I look like punk, <laughs> I look like Punky Brewster and Daryl Strawberry had a kid. Yeah, except I'm yeah. not black. I look but like, I like a drugs. douchey person from a lacrosse team or something. Like people just do. Uh, so the theme is like Hack Night. Like yeah, it's here. A, no, the no, at, the, at Delirium, it's right. It's like a, it starts at 16th and Albion. Yeah, got and it. we're all gonna try to do our hackiest hack sets. Oh yeah, got it. Okay, thank you. <laughs> okay. And they go, hey, everybody, clap your hands in a wild, slappy like motion for Rachel Pinson.
Uh, your next comedian, he's a super funny guy, and he clearly has a tech job because he's got the his pants are so tailored. They're just lovely. He also looks like he can afford that gym membership, or maybe it's in-house at the tech job. I don't know. He's got a... I, I like to objectify his booty. You guys can all imagine on the, in, on the internet waves and all that. Um, I'm sorry. If that makes you feel uncomfortable, I, I'm trying to make this a safe room for hot young men. <laughs> sorry. Put your hands together, everybody, for Jason King! How's it going? Um, it only makes me uncomfortable because I recently lost best butt in comedy to Dan Lewis. Dan Lewis has a better butt than me. Everyone on the radio, please know. If you run into a man named Dan Lewis, please ask to see his ass. Um, sorry, the Venmo for, for, for Mutiny Radio? It's just Mutiny Radio, all one word. I know there's a bunch of them. You, it's impossible. I'm not, this doesn't count as your time. I'm okay. sorry. Mutiny Radio, all one word, if you're listening. Okay, just letting you know. Uh, <laughs> um, so, uh, so they recently came out with a male contraception, um, but I'm disappointed, right? Because the best thing that they could come up with are two surgically implanted cuffs with flip switches that temporarily narrow your tubes that they've geniusly coined the sperm switch. Which is interesting because like, I think the sound of your balls clicking pre-sex almost feels like its own form of contraception. <laughs> you know? Um, oop, uh, missed it. Like, could you imagine how ridiculous the creator looked when he presented an advanced version of the pull-out method, <laughs> you know? He's like, men, after decades of research gathering the greatest minds on the planet, we've discovered the answer to male contraception. Just squeeze your tubes real tight. <laughs> I actually discovered, and I'm not surprised, that the, that the device is actually German. Um, so the presentation was probably more like, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> we will overcome with less cum. <laughs> um, so when I think about like the daily management, the tube cramps, how the metal cuffs bouncing around your sack will probably cause mood swings, this kind of feels like female contraception for men. You know? Like, is this revenge? Like, I'm sorry. Like, I will take the pill. You know? Like, probably what I'm most upset about is that it's 2020. Like, couldn't we have designed this with Bluetooth? <laughs> like, I, like, I want to be able to say, Siri, turn my balls off. Because <laughs> then you could have all kinds of possibilities, right? Like parental controls, right? Your son introduces his girlfriend to you, and you turn to your partner like, is that an Epstein tattoo on her face? Turn his balls off, <laughs> you know? <laughs> You can look out for your drunk friends like, yo, is Jay about to hook up with the bacon hot dog lady? Turn his balls on. Free buns for life. <laughs> I'd at least like a clap on, clap off, like a clap on, clap off feature for my balls, you know? Like I'll stay away from the symphony, right? I'll stay away from like black women that like clap when they, <laughs> when they argue. Um, all right, cool. Cool. Um, I'm going to try this. I'm going to try some new versions on this again. So, two women were recently arrested uh, for starting a, for orchestrating a fight club in a nursing home. Apparently, none of the seniors reported the fighting, but maybe they remembered 
that you don't talk about Fight Club. <laughs> or they totally forgot. <laughs> Not about the Fight Club, just everything in general, <laughs> right? But I guess what I'm most curious about is like why they were fighting, you know? Did like an old lady discover like another woman's dentures on her man's dick, <laughs> you know? <laughs> okay, cool. That's that's the tag I wanted to try. I don't want to try anything else. All right, thanks guys. I'm done. Jesus King, yay, yay, and then yay. Wow, you wrote a bunch of new stuff. Uh, I have a I have a, a bunch of comments to only help you because it's so great, it's so good, and uh, I just have other, you can add some things to it if you want okay. to, but I I have to look up something to remember what 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 the thing at the Fight Club at the end is. So when um, yeah. in the movie and in the book, it's a good opportunity to use the when he opens every chapter, Chuck Palahniuk in the book, he says like I am something's spleen or there's something weird he says and i didn't look it up it's like but it, he, he I, does anybody remember the book and he anyways i should remember chuck palnick fans will freak out because it's but it has something to do with different body parts that he yeah. mentions and that works for old people because they're all okay falling apart anyways i'll look it up and and, and say but i really enjoyed that alzheimer's joke and um the male contraception thing was all great. I was thinking you could add in some stuff about like it's a medieval device kind of thing, like a yeah, it does, Iron it, Maiden sort of yeah. thing or something like that. Chastity belts back then, like back in the old days to have men, they just locked up the women in like, you know, iron panties. But now, you know, um, and then I thought because you got to the German thing, you can go somewhere with like BDSM device and then maybe series your dominatrix. Like... <laughs> Because if, <laughs> right, well, but you could, because if it's a BDSM device and it's like on your balls and you give it to someone who's like a dominatrix and her right. name happens to be Siri, I think mm. that that would bridge that all together and it could be very, because you mm. kind of were getting there with like someone else being like, shut his balls off with the weird taco lady or whatever. <laughs> well, I said, turn them on. Oh, turn them on. Because it's, it's free buns. Right. <laughs> yeah. So I did, I did, I, yeah. Okay. Um, and the clap on, clap off is uh, not really good for your line of work. <laughs> I think that would be a cute little tag to throw away in there. Okay. Right. Sorry, I enjoyed that so much that I was like taking copious notes because I was like, "This is really good. You got the Because you clearly like write a script and then yeah, perform it. You know, long, it's great. Long, long bits. One thing that's worth noting, just while you're doing the bit about the balls, is that the terminology you're using made me think a lot about discomfort with regard to my balls. I, yeah, so you, I you should make that. you should be mindful that your audience, male members, are going to be squirming the entire time. Yeah, yeah, the, and you can play to that. Oh, play to the squirm. Okay, cool. <laughs> I like it. Okay. Um, the name of the device was the sperm switch. Oh, okay. If you would like to know the name of the device, it's called the BMEC SLV. The what? The BMEC, B-I-M-E-K-S-L-V. Why would uh, they, it has nothing to do sounding at all. They need a better, they need a better name for it. You said, but I thought you said the sperm switch. That's what they, that's what they coined that's it in like, the news. Uh, yeah. I was going to say, it's something about, it sounds more like you're, you know, going for artificial insemination and then the doctor does the switcheroo. I don't know, that like came okay. to mind. Cool. All right, cool. Other comments, clap wildly everybody All for right. Jason King, yay! <laughs> yay! That's 
why joke workshop is so fun. Everyone kind of comes at it differently and but everyone's been writing and that's so good. All right, your next comedian, he's we're putting it together the new show at Wazima and it's called Talking Shit and it's going to be great and he's very funny and you're going to enjoy his jokes right now. Put your hands together for Sam Carroll. Yay! You guys hear about this uh, cactus in Des Moines? The Iowa Iowa cactus? (laughs) Hack night. (laughs) They haven't come to a consensus on how many spikes it has. There's a real spiny debate about it. Hack night. (laughs) Reminds me of that drug that everybody likes, Iowa caucus. I think we should legalize Iowa caucus yesterday and mushrooms. And I think we should legalize mushrooms and uh, while we're at it, credit card scamming as well. It's a victimless crime. Or we shouldn't, or maybe we shouldn't legalize all this stuff because, uh, you know, normally when we legalize things, they get more expensive, like what happened with uh, weed and abortions. You knew they were using pesticides, but you didn't care. And uh, the weed was pretty good, too. Hack night! (laughs) I used to know a kid named Wade when I was growing up. And, uh, you know, speaking of abortions, he survived one. And uh, the kids had a nickname for him. They bullied him. They called him Roe v. Wade. Uh, oh, but they say what doesn't kill you makes you stronger, and he came out and jacked a baby. He was a strong baby. And he ran out the room, and he hit the elevator button, and there were blueprints on his mom's uterus. I don't know if that, I think that's pretty hack as well. <laughs> that's my best joke. <sighs> he maintained his form, though. He maintained his form, this Wade kid, because he came out strong, and he stayed strong, and he uh, was a track athlete all through college, and it wasn't until after college that he uh, started to get really fat because he started overeating because of the prenatal uh, PTSD, I guess, left him some pretty severe psychological scars. (laughs) Hack night, Oh, there's this kid uh, also shit his pants, got in trouble for it, called him Brown v. Board. <laughs> On account of, uh, he was a brown. He's a white kid, last name Brown. Will Brown, William Brown. Shout out Will Brown. He's a real kid. I don't, uh, I would never kill myself because suicide is illegal and I'm on probation. Rather die than go back to jail. Do you guys know if uh, the suicide hotline is paying in commission? (laughs) Fetishes are fun. I know uh, women these days have fetishes. Probably always. They've always had fetishes. I don't know why I wrote it that these days they have fetishes. I don't think it's a new thing. Um, 
but fet like when they'll have the fetishes like the money fetish that one sometimes they'll have money fetishes which i'm i haven't figured that one out yet i don't know that move i didn't read that chapter of the kama sutra me though i uh i have something that distinguishes from from people of of my peer group and it is a uh, a consent fetish Yes, yes, I have a consent fetish. Nothing gets me more excited than a woman signing the dotted line of the documents I prepared in advance and trifolded and placed in the breast pocket of my red velvet dinner jacket. I knew a chick who had a, uh, a rape fetish and we did not mesh at all because I respect women and she was a piece of shit. Oh, I'll end on this. Um, a scarf is like a cock ring for your head. If it's tied tightly enough. Yeah, you just did your jokes and then said hack night, which I thought was very funny. <laughs> Like, when they didn't go well, the ones. No, it was funny. <laughs> it's, but it's, it's such an easy excuse. I'm gonna do every mic tonight and just say hack <laughs> Say it. You'll get laughs every time you do it, and even if you like say it differently and whisper or do something silly. Um, but and it's very hack to read out of your book, so that's good. Keep that for sure. Also, part of my normal act. Star <laughs> <laughs> um, Lord, did you have things to say? Wait, so are you doing Hack Night or ain't you? I believe I am now. Okay. Because <laughs> I, I literally took notes that were oriented towards making your jokes more hackish. And I was like, what is this bullshit? This is clever. Uh, He's clever. So let me see. Is there actually, I like the probation joke. That was cute. Uh, yeah, I mean, I took jokes for hackishness. And you, you were just going for funny. So... Yeah. Nuts to I that. <laughs> Imagine what my other stuff is like. <laughs> Does anyone, Rachel, you want to say dumb? Uh, <laughs> I think it's funny, like, even though you weren't practicing for hack night, or maybe you were, but every time you said hack night, you were like forcing like a uh, catchphrase. I'm like, what's hackier than that? Like a catchphrase in between your jokes. Ooh. Brilliant. Think of it on that level. Thank you. Brilliant. No, you're the brilliant one for thinking of it like that. I didn't even know it was like that. I'll find the hacker. Okay. Are there. Are there other comments? All right. I had two. So the Iowa caucus, I thought it was amazing, but I I don't know. Did everybody catch that it was like ayahuasca? Yeah, that's what I'm. Oh. That's what I'm supposed. To, I wasn't sure. Oh my God, there's layers. I wrote this. I wrote that joke before the Iowa caucus even started, great. and I had no way to ever use it. And then this great. whole fucking shit happened. I was like, what? Yeah. For me. But that was so good. But then the other thing I thought, especially with Taggart, is something about like Iowa caucus Cajun, like Ooh, caucus Cajun, yeah. And the debate. And Dumb whiteies can't figure it out. Right. Pack of woods. And, and I want to make Will Brown my stage Honkies. name because I'm a hopeful tanner. Will Brown's a real person. I went to college with him. He, I'm going to tell him to listen to this and hear his name. <laughs> we didn't call him Brown V Board, though. We didn't do that. He did poop his pants a few times, though. <laughs> Multiple times? 
One time there was a show here at Mutiny Radio when we used to be able to drink, and um, I made everybody wear diapers, and you had to have three beers before your set, and then you weren't supposed to pee until there was an audience member or something. It was weird. Everyone got hazing. Really people peed in people peed in diapers here. It was very crazy. <laughs> That was a lot. You could still listen to the podcast. Anyways, <laughs> that just made me think of, I'm sorry. Memories. Hey, Sam, sell the show on, mon- on Monday. Talk to people, tell people that, about it or something. We got this fucking show that Pam wants me to do. I don't even know what I want to really, really want to do it. You guys could come if you want. It's like fucking, <laughs> some bar, it's like with Zoomians at. And uh, so if you find Zoomians at, then we'll uh, have some good laughs. Every, yeah. Thanks. Everybody put your hands together for Sam Carroll. Yay. <laughs> Yeah, so people can apply if they have teams of two and you get 10 minutes to do whatever you want to divide amongst yourselves as comedians, as a team. And you can like be like, you can do sketch shit or you can just go back and forth or you can both talk or you can prepare nothing or you can fucking heckle each other. It doesn't matter. You're just going to fill 10 minutes with another comedian on stage. That'll be fun. Nine to 11, third Mondays of the month at Wazima. Yay. Okay, your next comedian, he's got the voice of an angel. Put your hands together for Starler Burns. Have you all been remembering to donate? There's a thing to put money in. All right, how's it going, Mutiny? Are you ready to rock? It's it's weird, it's weird because you're at a comedy show. We're not gonna rock, trying to laugh. Uh, let's see, what do I want to work? Oh, that's right. This is horrible to do at an open mic, but I want to flick some whiskers. Could I get a volunteer for some crowd work? Okay, it's Ernest Evangelista. Almost there. Oh, God, oh, God. There we go, we made it. Okay. What is your name, Ernest? Ernest Evangelista. That's a great name for a great man. Ernest, where are you from? South San Francisco. Re- Ernest, wouldn't it be funnier if you were from Reno, Nevada? Ye- yes. Say you're from Reno. I am from South Reno, Nevada. Regular Reno. Regular South Reno, Nevada. Oh, you're from Reno, huh? That's a crazy town, you know? I just got back from there. You know, I have some thoughts about Reno now that I'm back home. Reno is like blacking out at your eighth grade dance. And then waking up old and sad. Reno is like tripping over an addict in an alley and then realizing it's your high school guidance counselor. You see, you like funnel your dreams through your high school guidance counselor. They're trying to be a conduit for you achieving your life. What's it mean when you're tripping over them in an alley because they pass out on PCP? Into that joke. Okay, Reno is where hope goes to get addicted to methamphetamines. <laughs> People like that one a little bit. Let's end on a high note there. Let's see. People in the Bay Area ask me where my accent is from a lot, which offends me because I'm from the Bay Area. Nah, I get it though. My voice, it, it sounds like I'd say two otters fucking in the moonlight. Like, not the noises the otters make, but just, like, the feeling that scene inspires. 
That, that's what my voice sounds like. I realized at my last Thanksgiving screaming match that I got it from my mom. My voice is basically my mom manifesting herself in my body, as moms like to do. And if you need an idea of my mom, well, well, she named me fucking Starler, didn't she? <laughs> like, clearly that decision was somehow rooted in trauma. But if you need a more accurate idea of my mom, when I was little, she used to tell me all these amazing stories about this imaginary little brother I had who was only an inch tall, and he went on all sorts of pint-sized adventures, won the favor of the Frog King. I later learned that these stories were my way, mom's way of working through a miscarriage she had. So I guess what I'm saying is that my mom is a whimsical woman, and she beget a whimsical ma man. And one day I'll regale my own children with the marvelous tales of their magical little uncle who was technically medical waste. <laughs> okay, here's a good one. Wanna know a pathetic joke? Imagine I held up a mirror to you and you saw yourselves. Would that be incisive? Do you feel like you would laugh at that? No, I don't think we would. Okay, what do I got time for? All right, you already know this one, but I feel like doing it because I got a new tag. Would y'all like to hear an impression? Yeah. We speak in full sentences here at Mutiny. Say, I would like to hear an impression. That's a great idea that you came up with by yourself. Here is my impression of every man on every 90s sitcom. You ready? I sure hope no one thinks I'm a homosexual. Cause I'm not! Does that, does that resonate with anyone? I just feel like whenever you go back and watch Friends, there'll be all these moments where the boys will get like startled and they'll hug onto each other then realize what they're doing and, oh. Just hug your bros, man. It's a cruel dying world, just hug your bros. And then maybe jerk them off later. I, I don't really understand the point of physical affection if nobody gets jerked off. All right, with that, my time is up. Thanks, y'all. Yay, Starler Burns, yay. Yay and then yay. Well, your crowd work is exemplary. At the top, I have a smiley face next to that. And that Reno meth joke was just so perfect. And the way you say it with your voice and however the timing was, it was really funny. But you just have to kind of like take some breaks to like let things happen. Mm -hmm. I, I know there's only a couple of us in here, but like that's what it sounded really great. You were started with like Reno is like meth. And then it just the cadence of it was great. The line, the way you said it, the like the pausing within the line, blah, blah, blah. It, and it landed, but you have to let it land. Mm. And then the same thing with the two otters, because that's really, really funny. And you're good, really good at act outs. So I would take the time to like let that, like let your arms be otters or something, and like do a weird little act out about otters. Like just let that sink for a second with. Hmm. I don't know it, about a full on act out, but I could imagine myself like going to the thought and letting it sit for a moment. Yeah, but just take the moment. Mm. And um, cause your act, but your act out at the end is really great with the, um, the gay thing and the, uh, <laughs> and the and your your little actions are like there's it's great that act out is really great. And oh, but there was this one more thing. Um, 
you if you change the past from frog king you could make it an otter king just to keep a consistency with the animals i know it fucks with the truth of it but or whatever <laughs> but uh, if you mention otters you might you could stay with otters you don't have to. My, my only objection is that otters are bigger than frogs mm. talk about an inch tall boy got oh gotcha mm. 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 we're all like yeah are there comments people do you have comments there you go thanks for this we're going up oh the other one the other one i'm sorry channel six i gotta fix it and yeah i like the crowd work uh i think you should be like you're touching on it but i think you should be a little bit more aggressive when you're like uh saying we speak in full sentences you're like touching it a little bit but you're like you're still like i think you should be more like condescending with that yeah like okay just uh piggybacking off of pam's comment like maybe i mean you already have the joke the way you want it but you could Instead of mentioning otters, you can mention frogs and then bring oh. it back and like and the like two frogs, but it's also like you know frogs fucking is gross though otters <laughs> fucking is beautiful. Uh, you know th- that's like your opinion, man. <laughs> I feel like it's also facts. <laughs> I got their comments for wait Starling. the frogs fuck or do they just like lay eggs and then that's a good question sperm on the eggs. I- yeah, like, I think some frogs do fuck. It's like how some birds have dicks. It's unusual, but it's not unheard of. <laughs> the more you know, it becomes a TED Talk. Uh, hey, that was really great. Everybody clap for Starler Burns. Yay! Yay! We have a small list tonight. Do you want to be on the list? What's your name? Uh, Will Brown. Will Brown. <laughs> yep. Cool. So you're going to be up after your next comedian. Hey, He's a he's a joy, a, a wonderment, a breath of a breath of fresh air. <laughs> but, uh, but, um, I'm really I'm sorry, guys. I'm really high tonight. Someone gave me this crazy new edible, and it was like in this weird form. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm fucking <gasps> sorry. You're next comedian. Put your hands together for Ernest Evangelista. <laughs> hey guys, how you guys doing? <laughs> Give it up for yourselves. Okay, or give it up for Starler. I'm like, I love your jokes, but like, I'm pretty sure you were in a 90s sitcom. Like, the more you do that joke, were you on an episode of Drake and Joss or something? I have a really bad memory. Like, uh, you were talking about Reno. Uh, that reminded me about the time that I uh, graduated high school in the Philippines because I couldn't graduate high school in America or they deported me even though I was American. You ever get deported even though you're American? Uh, but yeah, I graduated high school in the Philippines and uh, it was like an international school. So like I was a cool guy who was like American who spoke English and stuff. Well, everyone did spoke, speak English, but I spoke it with, like, uh, southern slang because I'm from South San Francisco. <laughs> but, like, uh, it was cool. Uh, it's really different there. Like, it was, everyone wore uniforms. 
Uh, people were praying before you started class. They prayed before they started class. And I remember there was this uh, really small kid who had the same last name. Uh, his name was Renato Evangelista. Uh, and he was like the weird kid who would like just be in the corner looking at you with like an evil eye. And then I was like, I should be friends with this guy. And then I, like, because there's the cool kids who were, like, sitting here, and they're all rich. And they're like, hey, you want to do cocaine here? I was like, no, I'm going to go here and listen to this guy talk about how he's going to shoot up the school or something. <laughs> and he was a really cool guy. He wasn't. He was actually an asshole. But I don't know. It was like uh, he was gay, too. He was also gay and very small. And, like, uh, he would read a bunch of comic books and... uh, uh I don't know if like the more I look back at that time, uh, like I would, you, I was, he was like reading, he would f read like a bunch of comic books. Like I would give him a book and he would read it in like a day, and then he'll tell me about it. Uh, and then he punched my friend once because we were just like playing a game of like, hey, or it was really bad. But uh, the n more I look back on it, uh, I'm not sure if. Renato Arena was a real person. You ever think about that? Like, maybe I just made up, like, to cope with, like, the loneliness of being in another country in another school. I created this whole new person who was gay and punched people. Uh, but, yeah, it turns out uh, he was a real person, and... Yeah, you really. It was like a weird fight club scenario. I was like, "Are you real?" It was like, "Yeah, I'm real." And then he punched me. Um, but yeah, that's my history. Okay, uh, you guys want to hear about the time that uh I got beat up by my cousin when I was in the Philippines? So I ran away, and then a gang of transgender, I think hookers, like took me in, and like they were like on the streets. Like, it was, it was a weird time because, like, they were, like, dangerous transgender hookers. Like, they were, I think they tried to rob me first. <laughs> but it, I, 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 I don't know. It was, it was in a different area. Like, I didn't speak the dialect uh, there. And then, like, I started speaking English. And then they started, like, talking to me. Like, oh, you're, you're American. Wow. Come with us and let's do stuff. And, uh. Yeah, that was a that was a weird time. I think I joined a transgender uh like hooker gang. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure. It's crazy cuz they had guns. They were like they had guns, they had knives. They knew a lot of shit and I'm pretty sure um accessory to murder. All right, you guys have a good night. Bruno's evangelista. Yay! Yay! Um, well, first, that story you told is uh, actually a good comic book. You should uh, be like, you should make that into a comic book story. That's a crazy story, and, and they've got and they've got guns. I don't know. That was that was a neat origin story. If you frame it as, and you kind of mentioned comic books with the person who was trying to beat you up, mm -hmm. and if you frame it all in like a superhero context, it might be kind of fun. I don't know, because they're really good stories. And like unbelievable and funny and weird coming out of your mouth. Rachel, do you have things to say? Yay! So you mentioned all these kids like doing coke and you're like, I'm not going to do that. I want to hang out with this kid. 
But I was thinking, would it be funny if you joined this transgender hooker gang and then they were selling coke to the same kids that you didn't want to hang out with? They definitely were. They definitely were, yeah. <laughs> Full circle, yeah. I wanted to hear more about the hooker gang, too. Um, and I only I was, stayed with them a night and then I think they kicked me out. Because uh, you didn't want to be a hooker gang banger? Yeah. Yeah. I definitely felt that kid who's at like most high schools that's small and quiet and wants to shoot up the high school, but you know, he won't. He just talks about it a lot. What comics was he reading? Like maybe it's too Uh, obvious, but I feel like it might be worth bringing. A lot of Neil Gaiman, Vertigo, Image Comics. That's not so bad. My kid was more into Punisher, which made sense to me. You know. He didn't like Marvel. Oh, he was a DC kid. (laughs) No, just or DC. There's other. Vertigo is owned by DC, so. Nowadays it is. Before it wasn't. 90s it wasn't. I did like the little twist. At the end, where he was you, but then also he wasn't you. Yeah. I feel like uh, you can more explicitly state that this must have been the part of me that wanted to sit in the corner and talk about shooting up the school. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of set yourself up for like playing to the crowd a little bit with the transgender hookers. Where at the end you can be like, maybe this is too esoteric, but are there any like turfs or swerfs in the crowd? And if so, I'm go- I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> Thank you, Ernest Evangelista, everyone! Yay! 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 All right, your next comedian. Hey, it's his first time here. I'm excited. Put your hands together. Make it real loud for Will Brown. Thank you. It's good to be here. Uh, It's actually my second time here. The first time I was here, though, I didn't go on stage. I just sat back by the bathroom, and that was a bad rookie move, sitting by the bathroom. I did get to see which comedians were using performance-enhancing drugs, though, but the first bump dumps were a little intense. Um, So I'm like... Uh, a high school teacher, so I don't, I don't probably don't even need this mic, but uh, I'm used to screaming at rooms full of ADHD victims all day long. But uh, I do like, you know, I have to work with kids with ADHD and kids on the autism spectrum and stuff. But I refuse to give accommodations to people who have like self-imposed handicaps, like. Like when you go out with your girlfriends and they want to wear like big, like tall, high heels, you know, like, I'm like, I'll see you at the restaurant, bitch. I'm not walking slow for you. Uh, You made a choice. I didn't get some Doc Martens or something. Uh, The only dudes that you're going to nail in those easy spirits are like staking vampires through the heart or like gay guys who want to do shots with you. Like, yes, girl, fierce. Or like you know, bros from like Walnut Creek and I'm not sticking around for any of that. Uh, or like, uh, you know, guys that have those really intense long beards, like I'm refused to eat chicken wings with them. Like, or if I do, I'm going to like move the sauce out of their reach because sweet and sour is not going to go well with your BO. 
Uh, the ranch dressing is going to be very visible in your beard, and the buttermilk and the blue cheese are double threat. They're not going to smell good with your BO, and they're not going to look good in your beard either. Um, or like, you know, the friends that you have that you go out with and their pants are so tight that they can't walk very fast. Or, you know, people with super gonorrhea. It's kind of the same person. Um, I refuse to repeat myself for people that refuse to take their earbuds out. Like, that's the other handicap that I can't think of a finish for. Or the people who wear those, like, ridiculous, like, masks to try to not get the coronavirus or whatever. I think the first symptom of having the coronavirus is paranoia. <laughs> but um, I am a gay dad. I have a gay son. He's 30. Thank you. I mean, I don't know if he's legally my son. I adopted him when he was 25 because I like him young. And I like coaching. I'm like a teacher. That's what, like, if anybody likes grading vocabulary quizzes, talk to me after the mic. Um, but so my, my gay son, he's always like, you know, like he needs a dad. He needs somebody like me, a little older, help guide him. And like, I don't know about your family, but my family, when you would kind of like mess up, like not follow the Excel spreadsheet budget that I made for him. Uh, my dad, you know, I mean, we got the belt. And uh, my gay son, he actually, you know, we're a little bit kinky, so he actually prefers the belt to like paying his full rent. So, you know, he's like, okay, I need it, I need it, dad, give me the belt, give me the belt. And then a check right after. So that works out for him better than actually. Um, and Pam, I know when you're gonna honk the horn or whatever, just yell harder, daddy, because that makes me finish faster. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, thanks. That's my time is not a closer, so don't close with that. You should close with your Twitter handle or something better than that's my time. Thank you. Will Brown, everybody. <laughs> Comments for Will Brown. Uh, I have um, ADHD victims is a very funny line. I like that. Uh, I would take the mic out of the stand because it's. I know. Because like, you're like I dancing know, around I don't it, know kind how of. To do yeah. It. But it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Because then you can like feel more comfortable and be yourself because you were kind of like. Hunch, you were hunching and kind of. It was. Okay. I mean, it was funny in itself, but just next time <laughs> take the mic out and you'll feel, probably feel more comfortable. Right. Unless it's something you do. You did a great gay voice. Um, and, and then. Because I'm gay. That, well, no, that, that part at the beginning. And then you mentioned the, the bro, and I'm wondering if you do a good bro voice. Because you did the. You did the voice, and then you said, yeah. and then the bros, and then you didn't say anything. I didn't do a bro voice. Okay. And so that would just be a little icing on the cake. Work on bro voice. <laughs> but yeah, go ahead, Starla. So you're actually a teacher? Yes. Okay, so that's why you want to use the pseudonym. That's fair. <laughs> we, no, we actually know like multiple people with teaching jobs who use their real names and then got fired. <laughs> no, uh, I'm sticking with Will yeah, Brown. Rachel forever. was at a Catholic yeah. school too, though, so that made it worse. 
so when you're talking about kids with like self-inflicted disabilities, I feel like that wandered a little bit and never came back yeah. to the kids. It was more talking about your friends than kids. Yeah. Uh, Good point. And then this is kind of more just my thinking, but the way you talk about your son, who's not actually your son, it kind of reminds me of like a young medieval apprentice and like leather working, but your tr your trade is being gay. Uh. <laughs> Good trade. Okay. It's a good I like trade. That. A lot of money in it. I enjoyed your set. I uh, I clapped when you said you were a gay dad because I have gay parents. Yay. Gay <laughs> and parents. then it was a great misdirection because I really thought you. And then I was like, oh, I get it. You're like, <laughs> like you said, a gay apprentice. So like you're like <laughs> someone under your wing. That was nice. Um, that. <laughs> That's all I had to say, I guess. Sweet. And this is like your second time going up? First. Here. First. Oh, that's and so great. Hey, thanks. that's amazing. You did amazingly. Everybody Thank clap you. wildly for Will Brown. Yay. Yay. Well, um, I just want to try to, if, if you guys will allow me, I just want to run my hack set for later, if that's okay. Okay. So I'm going to come out and do my hack set. Okay, here we go. Absolutely bringing the horn. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, just flew in from Miami, and boy, are my arms tired. Am I right? Thank you. Thank you. Waffles are just pancakes with a syrup trap. Thank you. Thank you. Hickory dickory dock. This chick was sucking my cock. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, my goal is to do one. Oh, um, I'm so unhip. I thought Kanye West was an airline. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I have to think of everybody's jokes that aren't mine. I, <laughs> I can remember my jokes because I am a strong, independent feminism, and I don't, <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> really into fetishes. Really into consent. Like to keep the trifold in my back pocket. So, okay, I can't do it. Thank you. I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to remember someone of everyone's jokes, and I felt like, oh, I'll just be able to do that. That'll be so easy. And I'm like on the bus, thinking like, I can remember everybody's jokes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I can't. It's so hard. I'm just trying to think of other people's jokes, and my brain's like, <laughs> and then I'm like, I can't even think of my jokes. Thank you. <laughs> if you have a gimmick, you can do anything. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Nobody wanted ice cream sandwiches. It's okay. Please, they're going to be so melty. It's going to be like... <laughs> yeah, they're not worth it. It's okay. They're just from gross out. Everything there is amazing. Thank you. <laughs> I'm trying to remember all the jokes of all the other people. Um, and Warhol has so many... The, the uh, with you... <laughs> If you believe that we put a man on the moon, 
then you believe that we haven't put a black man on the moon. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I can't remember anybody. It's this edible I took. I have no idea. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Shit. I really, I really was gonna try to. I'll have to. I'll have to think harder than this because there's. I. I thought I'd just look at people and know their jokes, but it's not like that. <laughs> Do you want to talk, Sam? Go ahead. No, go ahead, because it's the whole thing. So that's the whole thing about the show that we're going to be doing is there's going to be two microphones on stage, and then people will be dealing with each other and then all that. Yes, please. So when you talked about you like consent and <laughs> putting a trifold. It's his joke. Thing. It's his joke. But I was thinking you're putting it in your back pocket because you like consent. Mm. I don't know how. <laughs> I don't know word how play. hacky that is. No, I just have to do hacky wordplay as much as I can tonight. Just as much as yeah possible. see that's good yeah hacky wordplay yeah and you can do your cat jokes and just though. be like i'm kidding around <laughs> that's the thing i should probably just do my own stuff because i i'm really high like I, th he told me he's like this this syringe thing has 640 milligrams in it and i'm like i'll take like a drop and he's like you have to put it under your tongue and i'm like i have to and he's like i mean you can't put it he's like no <laughs> I feel like when you do the horrible joke about your arms being tired, oh. you can you can follow it up with, luckily my arms weren't engineered by Boeing, so I did not crash and die. <laughs> Thank you. I also need to do a um, Seinfeld joke and say, what's the deal with airplane food? <laughs> Thank you. I'll just have to keep saying words. It's going to be hard. I was thinking that, but like with your own joke, you like, what's the deal with cat calling? Is it <laughs> harassment or is it? <laughs> That's funny to do. Okay, thank you. <laughs> or is it a compliment? What's the I deal? What's the deal with racism? <laughs> I'm an accidental racist. It's weird. I don't mean to be. You could talk about airline food since you just flew in. Oh, yeah. Airline food. <laughs> Thank then, you. Like, just say like no. I don't get no respect. No respect. Like, yeah, I should do the Rodney Dangerfield. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That's another good one to do. I mean, I could pretend. I I should know more Andrew Dice Clay jokes. I could do. I that was like my whole childhood. And and Bill Cosby. I have the whole dad is great. He gives us a chocolate cake thing memorized. It's weird. I feel like you can literally just look at the audience and then just say the two words airline food. Honk. honk. <laughs> yeah. Actually, if I just talk, well, yeah, I could uh, thank. I could talk about air. I'll talk about airlines for as long as I can, and then I'll do. Okay, I have plenty of time. It'll be great. Thank you guys all for being here. I'm just gonna roast you for a bit, if that's okay. Okay. Okay, so I have this app on my phone, and the purpose of it is to track packages from one spot to the other app, and it's all done on a barcode system. So I have this app in my phone, ready to go right now. My question to you is, if I scanned your belly, what would come up? She's the barcode shirt she's got on her. Oh, oh, my shirt looks like a barcode. No, the one in the bottom does the one. Oh, okay. Pam, I love you. <laughs> I don't know what I'm wearing. I was like, stripes, stay with the theme. This is, it is. It's a, it, it's a, it's a great outfit. It is. Thanks. You look, I, it's fabulous. I hope you wear it on Monday. Oh, oh, thanks. No, I'll dress up even more something. I don't know. I don't know. Oh my gosh. 
It'll be, well, it depends how much. I made, I made stuff. I made pictures. We have to look at them. Anyways, thanks, guys, for being here. Uh, I also, appearance jokes are hack. Also, also what's hack? Appearance jokes. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah, look yeah. Like I look like Punky Brewster and uh, fucking Laura Ingalls Wilder had a love twin. I'm going to roast Sam now. Sam, what Sam's wearing right now looks like if a goth emo kid tried to design the gym uniform <laughs> at school. <laughs> I can run down a hallway so quick, and what I have on right now, it's freaky fast. <laughs> Aerodynamic. Okay. Aerodynamic. All right, well, let me um, burn time for a sec till I get back there. No dead air, no dead air, no dead air, no dead air. This might be worse than dead air. This might be worse than dead air. Okay, thanks. Um, thanks, everybody, for being here. Go to Delirium. This ended early. I'm so surprised. There's just so many open mics now on a Monday, which is really crazy. Um, so that's great, I guess, for the comedy community. Well, we're gonna, all going to go try to be hack as fuck over at Delirium. Uh, I'm going to drink some water. Uh, and Smoke some more pot. <laughs> yeah, but mostly, mostly water. Uh, but thanks for being here and listening and let me put on some music. Yay. The water's got weed in it. <laughs> That's what's gonna happen tonight. Solid motherfucking new jokes from people at Joke Workshop here at MutinyRadio.fm. Thanks for tuning in. It's six o'clock. It's a Monday. It's time for 12 comedians to do four minutes and get four minutes of critique by their comedian peers. Please take notes. Uh, the more you participate, the better this is. The more you don't participate, the more you have to listen to me make shit up about people. So let's all be a community and it's gonna be awesome. Yeah! Uh, please remember if you're
you're going to feed someone a shit sandwich, at least make the bread taste good. Be kind to your fellow comedians. Try to give them a compliment and then the shit that you don't like and then just the help that you want to give them, uh, which is great. Tags, just help help everybody out. We're here to support one another. Uh, thanks for donating $2. If you can't do that, no problemo. Just take a picture with the phones that I all know you have in your pocket of anything, of the bathroom that's clean. Ha ha ha. Take a picture of something and post it to your Instagram. Just tagging Mutiny Radio SF and that is worth more than $2 to me. So yay. We really, we cleaned this weekend. So there's, I mean, wow. You have no idea what weird dirt was <laughs> dragged out of this building. Wow. I didn't know you guys uh, had so much dander. Dirty, dirty comedians. Your first comedian of the night. Be prepared to laugh and clap your hands for the new jokes of Shane Kenny. <laughs> How are y'all doing tonight? It's daylight, but it's still considered nighttime. I know what you're thinking. The band didn't work out, and now he's telling jokes. Let's be honest. Pretty accurate. Far playing music. I could hide behind an instrument. <laughs> so um, I just finished up another semester of school. I'm studying climate change, so comedy isn't the most depressing thing I'm pursuing, but a close number two. <laughs> And I had a professor who was obsessed with tornadoes, which got old real fast. He kept playing us these videos shot by tornado chasers. And he would, and he would ask us, like, what were these tornado chasers doing wrong here? And my smart ass is sitting in the back going, uh, uh, chasing a fucking tornado. Like, he was like, what? Like... Because every once in a while, these tornado chasers would get caught by a tornado. It's like, yeah, tornado chasing is all fun and games when you're on the off. Once the tornado starts coming back for you, shit hits the fan and it's not such a fun hobby. Yeah.
so that your peaks can have the resonance that they should. Right? Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah, thank you. Yeah, you bet. Other comments? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it should be. There's an on off switch on it. Oh. Maybe not. <laughs> we checked them all this week, I promise. Oh. No. That one works in front of James. <laughs> I heard that one. <laughs> I really like the. Um, uh, hey, what's up, James? Uh, <laughs> the the premise about the musicals, um, about um, uh, why are they making good movies into musicals? Um, that's fun. There's a lot to explore there. I want to hear you talk about like what would it be like if they um, made bad movies into musicals, like the worst movies, but like the yeah. the juxtaposition with like the big Broadway. Um, like overproduction and stuff like that. I think that could be a lot of fun. Cool. Thank you. Other comments. You can say you can say nice things too. You, can say you mentioned the, uh, uh, what's Find a microphone. Um, you said something is the Susan Boyle of musicals. Um, maybe did you mention her specifically because she is also musical? I mean, feel free to critique the critique. Uh, maybe, maybe if you pick something that wasn't as musical, it would make it seem like more of an analogy. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah, no problem. Cool. I've never given feedback on jokes before, so. <laughs> uh, two quick things. Uh, great stuff. The tornado joke, I think you uh, caught this yourself. You had a line that was like, uh, every once in a while, these tornado chasers are caught by a tornado. I think you did that after your first punchline. I think maybe that before, because then the punchline's like, every once in a while, these people are caught by a tornado. The presser's like, what are these people doing wrong? You're like, chasing a fucking tornado. I, I think that's what you were intending to do. And then uh, you said, uh, Thor... Uh, I have a beer belly, but also the body of a god. How do you feel about like flipping that? Like, but now at least I can say I have the body of a god in that I have a beer belly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Appreciate it. Other comments? All right, everybody, clap your hands together for Shane Kenny. I got to do a wheeling. I can do a dealing. All right. We've, I think we've figured out the technical issues with all of the uh, microphones. Yay! It's, it's, yay, it's a joke workshop. Your next comedian, very funny guy. You can also listen to his podcast every Tuesday from noon to two here on Mutiny Radio. It's called My Limited View. Put your hands together for Sergio Navoa. Hi, everyone. I take long breaks between relationships, mainly because I have to wait for the rash to clear. It took me a bit longer this last time because I don't have insurance, but I have friends in tech. They have insurance, so I took their penicillin, which means I am now rash-free and ready to start dating. Everyone told me to go online. Turns out all my friends and relatives are online, but I don't want to date my friends and relatives anymore. <laughs> the problem I have with online dating is perceived choices. Yes, there are thousands of people online, but they're not all necessarily attractive, interesting, or funny. And it also doesn't mean they're interested in me. The other problem I have with online dating is 
just drew, oh, delusion. I've read my friends' profiles, and I'm not sure if my friends are delusional or just straight up lying. I don't want anyone to call me a liar. But I eventually gave in and signed up for online dating. There are so many options now. You've got Match, OkCupid, the sex offender registry. I was really excited when I got my first match, but I knew it wasn't going to work out because he lives in the sunset, and I don't do long distance. <laughs> I was really excited about my second match, but I also knew it wasn't going to work out because he wanted to go hiking. Yeah, I'm not a lesbian. <laughs> Now I, oh shit, I'm not a lesbian. Tell me, how many of you know someone who's really hot and you would totally have sex with them, but you know you can't because they're a relative? Yep. yep. <laughs> okay, how about this? How many of you have gone out, gotten drunk, taken someone home only to wake up and realize it's a relative? It's pretty shocking, especially for grandpa. Now, I have dated both men and women, and it is safe to say women can have sex with whomever they want. We men have sex with whatever we can. Surprisingly enough, once I had sex with a man, I understood women so much more. And because of this, I will help every straight man in this audience be more popular with women. I will have sex with each of you. <laughs> Don't worry, just because you enjoy sex with a man does not make you gay. For the record, just because you have sex with a man doesn't mean you're gonna enjoy it. Just ask most women. Just ask most women. Now, I know with the whole Me Too movement, men are afraid to approach women now. I can help you with this. There is a fine line between flirting with a woman and harassing a woman. It's simple. If you're attractive, you're flirting with a woman. If you're unattractive, you're harassing a woman. <laughs> Any questions? Um, ladies, here's what you need to know about men. Men are like buses. They're never on time, but one will eventually show up. So no need to chase them. And also, ladies, when a guy tells you he just wants to put the tip in, he's not lying to you. He's lying to himself. <laughs> and guys, here's what you need to know about women. Women are superior to us. And they're emotionally evolved. So if you want a hassle-free, sexually fulfilled relationship, date men. It's worked out for me. Uh, guys, if you have not received a blowjob from a gay man, I want you to cancel whatever it is you're doing tomorrow and get this taken care of. I'll leave you with this. I recently ran into my high school girlfriend and the first words out of her mouth, is it my fault you're gay? And I was like, no, you didn't turn me gay. Your brother did. Uh, that is it. Thank you. <laughs> Sergio Navo, everyone. Uh, the mics are up for the comments. <laughs> comments? Yeah, yep, yeah, go for hey, it. Hey, hey, how's it going? How's it going? Uh, or like the, uh, the putting the tip in, lying to himself thing. Oh. That, uh, maybe stretch that a little bit. It's, fine. it's funny. So just, yeah, keep fucking with it. Put yeah. more than just a tip? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the lying to yourself thing. You know, you're not lying to her, you're lying to yeah. yourself. That's a funny take. <laughs> What was, what was the bit you were like, uh, I can't tell if my friends are crazy, delusional oh. or crazy? Delusional or straight up lying. Or lying? Oh, okay. Yeah. Because um, I've read their profiles and I'm like, I wouldn't describe you as lean, but okay, we'll go with that. No, I like that a lot because obviously, because you're like, no one would ever, you said no one would, you, you would never want to be called a liar, yeah. right? 
Um, yeah, I would just maybe like pause a bit more uh, before the punchline, t- so people understand. Because I was like trying to figure out what you were saying. Gotcha. But it's like a really good misdirect that you would never be want to be called a liar because you're you are delusional. Dude, yes. Yeah. So just like maybe pause a bit. <laughs> let us. Yeah. And got and it. Got just, it. Yeah. Totally see that. Thank you. Thank you. I think Good. you have a. I think you have a, a punchline that you can use at the end of the whole relative thing, in that there's a euphemism that people usually use, which is like it's all relative. That's like a thing, you know, like a a, t- a tagline that people say in real life, like it's all relative. Oh, that's right. And I feel like at the end of that whole relative bit, you can get an extra big punch as a tag, to like wait and throw it out and go like it's all relative. Oh yeah. Do you know so yeah. that you're using I, like a recognizable thing, and then you're but it's a callback yeah. to the other uh, the whole because you're using the word relative in a bunch of different ways, and then Got to it. like twist. Anyways, that might be a. Fun oh, I totally punch. see it when I say pretty shocking. It's all relative. It's all relative. Yeah, and then you'll get a big laugh off Got that. Got it. True. Good. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, I think when you talk about uh, you kind of like talk about having sex with everybody in the audience, right? Like you say with that? Men. With, with the men? Uh-huh. Uh, I think that's an opportunity to bring back the, like, the rash as a callback. Like everybody, <laughs> everybody line up and all of everybody with the rash in the back. That way we can oh, save, save okay. it for the end or something like that. <laughs> I think it's a, fun, it's a fun opportunity to kind of be like, you know, I'm going to fuck totally everybody else, but it, also the rash thing. I think it's good. Yeah. Thank you. Cool. Keep clapping your hands together, Sergio Navoa! <laughs> All right, your next comedian here on the Joke Workshop is the only, uh, well, I guess you're a cisgendered female. I don't know. I, le- I just came back from Portland, so I've learned all about pronouns. And so, but you're the only uh, person with um, the lady parts, I think, besides me here. I don't, I don't know. I don't know how to. Are there? Is it? I'm, I mean, there's long hair, but I think that you all, you guys all identify. Okay, all right. It's a safe space. Safe space. I was trying to. She's a lovely lady. Put your hands together for Charity Pomeroy. Seriously, uh, I always try to be inclusive and awesome about uh, everybody and everything, and it just has uh, made me stop talking to people because uh, <laughs> I just have a hard time navigating it all. Uh, it's just so much effort, you guys. It's uh, it's so much effort. Um, talking about life in general. Um, but you know what though, that's because I am a woman and I identify as a woman. Uh, I, I, it's none of your business, but I still do have a vagina, so. It's true. Thank you. Wow, that's, I did not expect that. Uh, but, um, but it's hard to remember I have one because I am so goddamn single. I am very single. Ain't nothing been happening down there that uh, wasn't instigated and completely uh, finished by myself in a long, long time. And it's hard because um, I, I, I don't even know where to begin when it comes to dating. I'm, I'm a lesbian. I'm, I'm into women. I'm only into women. Every nasty-ass man who keeps hitting on me. I am only into women. And uh, unfortunately, women are not into this. And it's okay. It's okay. I mean, I go out. Uh, I meet a lot of gay women now. I'm, I'm figuring out where they are in the city. They truly are not into this. And I get it. I'm not into this, so I don't blame them at all. And here's the problem with me. I got all of my social training, not at home, uh, not while I was growing up. I got it all in college. That was really my first social experience. And I went to college for 
musical theater. So I got all of my social training from gay men, from very fabulous gay men. So I am not a lesbian woman's ideal. <laughs> I mean, really. And I'm, I'm going to fuck it up when I'm around gay women. Uh, I mean, seriously, even my O face involves jazz hands. So yeah, that's, uh, that's a problem. Another thing is I'm terribly um, self-loathing. I mean, aren't we all? We're in comedy. That's uh, that's a normal thing. But I I really think for women there's a little extra to that. We are taught to be highly aware of everything that is wrong with us. We are taught to look at and talk about and think about everything that's wrong with us. I mean, you see this and you see this difference between men and women in this way. Because, I mean, you don't have that with, with boys. Boys are taught from the beginning that once they're good at something, it means they are good. Like, they get really good at one thing and they decide they're geniuses. You see every little 12-year-old boy who, I don't know, learns how to draw a serviceable picture of a horse. And all of a sudden, he just thinks he's this great genius. He's like, I am a god. And meanwhile, you've got some 52-year-old woman who has built this giant, beautiful empire and is helping everyone in her community. And she's like, I am a fraud. So that is a big difference. Uh, but I am trying to change. Another thing about women, and this is something I truly want to change, we don't just compare ourselves to other women. We compare our weaknesses to other people's strengths. And that is something I want to quit. But I've been hyper aware of that because three of my dearest friends just died. And they weren't just people. They were some of the most fucking awesome people you could ever meet. They were amazing. Chris Maggio, this killer helicopter pilot. John Briner, this Olympic skier, amazing man. Monica Carlson, she was the mayor of our town. They were amazing. And after they died, I started thinking, what the fuck? I have nothing on them. There's nothing about me that is even half as amazing as them. And um, I realized that's wrong. Because there is one thing I am better at than all three of them put together. Staying alive! Okay, anyway, my name's Charity. That's my time. Charity Pomeroy, everyone. Yay! Yay! Oh, wait, let me bring up the other microphones. Here we go. Um, I really like the idea of, like, all the things that young boys think that they're good at that is, like, bullshit. I just think you could do, like, a lot more examples. Or yes. you could do, like, a couple more. Yes. So your, yours was, like, drawing a horse. You could be, like, some kid fucks up a pogo stick. You know what I mean? Like, or, you know, like, like fucks draws inside. Or, or just, like, draws inside the lines or whatever. Like, there's a lot yeah. of, like, examples you could do. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I would definitely, like, do I will take any examples. And, well, I even literally had to rack my brain to come up with yeah, draws some that really, Yeah, Some kid tears up a <laughs> like, pogo stick. He's do? like, I'm a fucking... Learns to floss. Circus <laughs> yeah, person, yeah. But, but even before you point out the boy things, I felt like you, you should point out the girl things. Like, you can use the old joke, like, and just run a big list. My armpits aren't moisturized enough. I have four pimples behind my ear. My fupa is 2.4 ounces. Like, you can... <laughs> you, do you know what I mean? Like, list... Before you list the thing that boys can do... I I would do a list on why what's wrong with me yeah like and but just rattle it really fast like memorize it really fast and be like my hair's too curly and it's not straight enough and it's got this thing and my ear my ear is this weird thing blah, blah, blah. like right. just a like a a really quick like fast list of a bunch of things and i think it'll be really funny yeah because yeah yes thank you yeah 
Great set. Um, you didn't think my drawing of that horse was good. Um, also, um, I loved how you were, you kind of, you understood like, oh, I get why women aren't into this. I think you could connect it to guys never ask that. They will, if women aren't into Wait, them, they don't could, ask what? I think you could kind of like take the flip perspective of, from a guy's perspective because guys will never be like, will never look at what's wrong with them. When a woman's not in them, they're just like, man, I can't believe she's not into this. Her, her loss, even though it's a sack of shit, dude. Oh and right. Just playing oh, off the like dynamic. Why women aren't into me? Yeah, because right. I've I've lived with dudes my life. We, w- the world will be on fire before we admit, like, oh, we might have had a match on us. <laughs> and I think just playing off of those dynamics is cool. And I liked how you you talked about how women compare their weaknesses to other people's strengths, and just elaborate on that. And I. Re- it was dark, but I loved it how you're like, I'm better at staying alive. Because that was a great, like, light note. Because we were like, oh, yeah, you are good at something. and <laughs> Yeah, but I, great set. I, and you have a lot of stuff to work with. The, the first real punch in your set was O-Face Jazz Hands, which is a great, great, great punchline. And you had incredible premises at the beginning. But... I think you need to get faster. Like, um, when you start talking about how you're like, the way I look, do one of those, I'm like Natalie Merchant and insert fabulous gay guy had a baby. Or pick, you know, like pick one of those things where you can like immediately, because you took a minute to punch down on yourself before you went O-face jazz hands, which is a great punchline, but I just like secure, like make it like, I look like, I, I wrote down Natalie Merchant, I don't know why, I don't know why I think like, and then Fabulous Gay Guy, because I couldn't think of it, because I put RuPaul, because you said drag, but then I was like, he's black, and that'd be weird. So, but then you said Fabulous Gay Guy, so I'm like, but that's like a joke you can do. But they were great premises, and there was one more thing I want to say. Oh, you had a great punchline, and you didn't punch it. Oh. Fraud. You have to punch that word fraud. Okay. okay. Because you just like, you glossed over it, and that's like a mm, punch and it and up. wait. Because you set it up. You set it up for a long time, so you might as well take your punchline, right? Okay, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I have a, I, the, when you talked about um, down here, nothing's been uh, instigated or finished by anyone other than yourself. Yeah. Um, I think it's an opportunity to make analogies about like what your vagina is like, but, like compare it to other things that are only initiated and finished by like one person. Like. I, I can't even think of anything. Whittling, like taxes, whittling. Yeah, wh- taxes for a anything. single person or something yeah. like that. Later, please. <laughs> taxes for a single person. That's <laughs> yes. funny. Uh, I just think it's an opportunity to make analogies, which would be funny. Like you, the little boy things, DM me if you think of any really ridiculous. Yeah, and same deal. I need help in this realm. Uh, yeah. I thought some specificity about like a particular woman who's been slighted in the community would have been really funny. Like just for an event. Sorry. Pick the woman of the week who's been slighted, like uh, in in that second part of the bit, like uh, where you ended the joke with fraud. So like, oh okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. just like yeah. A, someone yeah. famous who's been, you know, like Hillary Clinton's an obvious. The, the lady who wrote lady. "Lean In," the lady, the lady who wrote "Lean In," the Cheryl Facebook Sandberg. lady, Cheryl, Cheryl, Sandberg. Cheryl yeah. yeah, yeah. Is she okay? So you, may, I have to start paying attention to events. Um, hey, everybody. Oh, okay, we were, oh, yeah, yeah okay. one more, one more, one more. Okay. Mansplain train, keep rolling. Uh, <laughs> I thought uh, uh, why you're not the lesbian ideal would be kind of a funny thing to talk about. Is, yes. my, hair, is my hair too long? Is my scarf too, uh, like it Scarfy. belongs on a gay guy? Or I don't know. You'll, you'll figure it out. Why aren't you the lesbian ideal? You don't need to talk about it at all. Oh, my God. Yes, thank you. Yay! Great time. 
Charity Pomeroy, everyone. Yay. And then yay. All right. Moving this train right along with your next comedian. Put your hands together for Evan. Or no, it's it's Mark Neuer. Mark Neuer. <laughs> You hear that fucking cowbell? God bless. Keep it going. I got money for you. Oh, Jesus Christ, ladies and gentlemen. My truck got towed, and I'm kind of glad about it, because now I don't need to worry about my truck getting towed, because it already got towed. (laughs) You know? I got shit on by a bird recently. Yeah. In Turkey, that's like good luck. My truck got towed. So I'm not Turkish. (laughs) I don't even need a 23 in me. I just, God just delivered that right to my head. You're Polish, motherfucker. Get used to it. (laughs) Thank you, James. I'm going to masturbate to that clap tonight. (laughs) (laughs) My mom had a stroke last week. No, it's okay. It was minor. It's fine. She's fine. There was three three minor strokes. At least the stroke face will cover the resting bitch face, right? You know? So at least you guys can laugh about it because she fucking can't. It's it's like a fucked up two-face, you know? Thank you. Hold on. No, please play it. I really, I was hoping to listen to your YouTube videos. No, yeah, that's, it did happen. It did. God bless. Uh, no, she's fine. She's fine. Um, she's dead. No, she's fine. She's fine. No, she's dead. She's like half her, half of her is dead. Like half, half of her is dead. She's fine. She's fine. Cause she's dead. You know, it works. Great. <laughs> I promise that works in a room of actual human beings. It, it's been proven it works. Book me, Sergio. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Fuck. What was that? I didn't think so. I didn't think so. Oh, my God. You see those signs? You drive down your, your street, your block. It says drive like your kids live here. I feel like that's a great sign. I feel like it really means well. Until my dad drives down your block. Sees your kids playing in your front yard. The sign told him, drive like those are your kids. So he sees your kids playing, fucking around in the front yard. He hops out and just beats the piss out of your kids. It's not that great of a sign anymore. <laughs> just, just different wording, I suppose. Like, like, drive like you love your kids. Or, P.S., please stop drinking and driving. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> great. Glad that worked. Oh, I was watching, um, I don't watch a lot of TV, but I was watching like it's My Strange Addiction. My Strange Addictions. This one dude who was on there, he's addicted to eating pussy. Fucking disgusting, right? Oh my God. That is, who the fuck, that is vile. That is repugnant. Who the fuck does that? Eats pussy? That is, I eat a little ass, but you can get that fucking pussy. Eating muff? Oh my God. You, people are strange, right? Strange addictions. Am I right? Jesus. All right, cool. My name is Mark Neuer. Single-handedly bringing the word muff back to the vernacular, it's Mark Neuer. Hey, uh, I really like to do the jewel. You should do more of that in your set, I think. Yeah. 
Oh, oh yeah, yeah. You should hit the jewel for like four minutes. Okay. <laughs> no, I was, I was kidding. I haven't seen you in like a month, and that was just yeah. You've been you're on like a really good roll. Um, thank you. Punch up the the like half dead. How okay. like I just came up with that. Yeah, that's, that's brand new. Added to the joke. That's funny. Uh, well, she's uh, she's like she's dead. Well, she's like half dead. Well, half also of her new. is dead. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, drive like you love your kids and they live here. Maybe for the last part. Uh, yeah, great set. Good shit, man. Cool, thank you. Yeah, picking off of, picking off of what he mentioned, um, you're going back and forth between uh, fine, dead, fine, dead, half dead, maybe half fine. Like that's another thing I didn't uh, half fine. I didn't think of, like yeah, yeah, back that would like cross half, my mind. I don't know right. if I'd keep it in the end, but it crossed my mind. Okay. And then um, you had that one about uh, uh, oh Jesus in the beginning. You were talking about how getting shit on. Um, my truck getting towed? Yes, yes. The Turkish one? I don't know why I blanked. That's but, the getting but, shit on. Yeah. There is a world where that joke works without changing any of the words. Like, maybe, So maybe it's just like spacing or timing. Because like, I felt like you had the right language and the right order to all of those things. Um, like, I'm pretty sure that could work. Like, yeah. I'm, That's a revi- yeah. revised version of a, a yeah, original yeah. thought. So I'm yeah. just working it out. So yeah, yeah. Maybe like pausing between the like, uh, but my car got towed. So... Obviously, I'm not Turkish. Like, you know, yeah. Yeah. I, I saw it. Is the 23andMe thing at the end, like, did that tag? I tried the tag before the punch and after the punch, right? The punch is, I'm not Turkish. So then I do the, you know, I don't even need a 23andMe, right? I think that works after the, I'm not Turkish. Okay, cool. The whole truck thing, that was funny and really simple, but it's great because you get a laugh right away. That was, it's like nice delivery. Uh, the thing about stroke and face especially the part where you're like, don't laugh, she can't. Like, yeah. whatever that whole rollout is, that was good. Thank you. Um, and the driving, that was funny. I used to drive by um, near Golden Gate Park. It said something about there's a deaf child living here. Wow, well, yeah. And then they got rid of the sign, and I go, I wonder if he got ran over. <laughs> so it just made me think of that. So that's really funny. That's very morbid. I love it. Does Ian Levy have something to say? Uh, it's not, I just... Uh, you have a, a, the, the bit about getting shit on by a bird. I wrote a joke about that recently, but I don't have anywhere to put it in my act, so you could use it if you want, or you just say, uh, the main difference between uh, birds and women is I've never had to pay a bird to shit on me. Okay. <laughs> okay, cool. I was really worried where that conversation was about to go in front of all these yeah, people. I was yeah, like, really? Yeah. Uh, You're I, good, but I don't know about that. Good, but no, that's a, that's a good tag. Yeah, that's, that, that's hilarious. That's very, thank you. Thank you. I will suck your dick later for that. Thank you very much. Truly the most Neuer perfect joke. Um, on that same... Right. Yeah. It's all together. Um, the eating ass thing. If you could even be more disgusting. Disgusting. Mm-hmm. Um, I can. Trust me. Yeah, I know. I know. Really. <laughs> and end on. Because you were doing this whole thing going on and on about how eating pussy is gross. It's gross. It's nasty. It's nasty. I eat ass. And yeah. you said it like that. Like, uh, and so really land on it. And maybe like tag like. Yeah, that's kind of that's that the shit. newest bit I have. So that's something I kind of I want to work on. So yeah, uh, just be more gross about the like the because eating I I, I eat pussy like it's going out of style. But it, it, the, the eating ass like that is obviously gross. So it, the, the eating pussy is, is viewed as not gross. That's like the yeah. social str- the construct of it. So I guess uh, like could I just bring like from my other jokes about dirty ass just like I'll eat dirty like because I don't eat dirty like, ass. I'm but, not like, you freaky know I mean? in the bedroom. I just do the normal thing. Like e- I eat ass. Like normalize eating ass. Yeah. Okay. I th- yeah, right. Well. <laughs> Whatever. Not in this universe. It's not. Current. <laughs> we can change anything. It's our. It's, we're, we get to shape the reality. Cool. I'm normalizing eating ass. Wow. 2019. Thank you. Put your hands together, Mark Neuer. Thank <laughs> you.
Coming up next, everybody get ready to listen to and respond to the jokes of Evan Montalongo! Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, um, so I am uh, from Texas, and uh, I don't have an accent, which bums people out sometimes. Um, and it's like, if you, you only really understand it if you're from Texas, but I guarantee you, you do not want me to have an authentic Texas accent, and I'll prove it to you. I'll, I'll tell a joke that only works in a Texas accent, an authentic one. All right, here it is. ¿Cuáles son las vacas más perezosas? Vacaciones. See, you don't get it, and you would get it if, uh, if you spoke Texan. Um, all right, cool, I'm glad that one's working. Um, I was at the beach, and I was talking to this beautiful woman, very beautiful woman. We were having a great time. We're getting it off. We're, we're getting it off. We're hitting it off really well. Uh, <laughs> and um, she takes off her shirt, and she's wearing a Confederate flag bikini. Like, have you ever been outraged and horny at the same time? <laughs> it's very confusing, very confusing, especially for a liberal guy, because I didn't know which way to objectify her. It's like, do I spit game, or do I spit some knowledge, you know? Like... Uh, do I, uh, like, I wanted to rip her top off, but for, like, all the right reasons, you know? Uh, <laughs> best case scenario, like, we're back at her place, and she's like, talk dirty to me, and I'm like, all right, baby, I'm going to teach you a lesson about the American Civil War. Um, it's funny. People want what they can't have. Like, I had this girlfriend who would uh, make me dress up in a top hat, a monocle, and choke her. She had a peanut allergy. <laughs> Um, all right, here's a couple one-liners I'm working on. Um, yeah, my girlfriend's really pissed at me because I gave her an STD, but I specifically told her I'm going to make her the herpiest woman in the world. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Pam. Um, oh, yeah, like I had to break up with my friend, my buddy, because, uh, uh, well, I found out he was a racist. I took him to Burger King, and he was like, I don't want Italian food. And I was like, that's not why it's called a Whopper. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, I know. I was like, that's, that term is, nobody's really throwing it around these days. I think it's lost some of its hate. Um, I played football, and yeah, I had a few concussions. All right, but nothing serious. I didn't have a Dane bandage or anything like that. Totally fine. Um, football's a game you play when you care more about glory uh, than your own head. It's like, oh man, I can't do math, but they said my name on the loudspeaker. That's pretty cool. Um, I have more tanks on that one. Um, yeah, I'm working on this one right now. So yeah, the concussion, bane damage, which killed. Um, <laughs> no, it's like, uh, it's like, oh, here, uh, like I got interviewed for uh, um, uh, the radio. Uh, one time after a game, they're like, oh, we're here with Evan Montalongo, game-winning tackle. Uh, just let us know what was going through your head in that last play. And I'm like, someone's burning toast. Um, thank you. It's like, thank God I wasn't a quarterback, because that would not go well. I like actually tried out for quarterback one time, and it did not go well, because I was like, blue. I see blue. Spots, spots. Mom, what's going on? Peanut butter popsicle, peanut butter popsicle. Can we go to the get McDonald's after the game? Where am I? Where am I? <laughs> um, it's all the brain damage. Um, all right, cool. That's all I got time for. Evan Montalongo.
Single-handedly bringing old-timey racism back to the forefront. One joke at a time. Yeah, one joke at a time. I thought that was a really funny joke. I think that um, when you're going to teach her a lesson, I would then speak in Spanish. Like instead, like be like, I'm going to teach her a lesson and then be like, like say something, you know, because that, that Spanish stuff, that was, that was funny. That was cheeky. I was going to say something similar. Like at the end, your, your last bit is also speak in Spanish. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> it was a great set, though. I mean, I don't think there's a lot to... I mean, and it's fun that you punctuated it with um, some super cheesy, like, one-liners. I'm sure you can break those out in the middle of things to sort of, like... Yeah, exactly. It does just as a transition out of nowhere. Like... The herpes one is just dumb. Like everyone's gonna, get, you know. It's like you could, you can even, t- you could get like a little silly about be like, blah, 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 and then I feel like, did you? I mean, there's got to be a bunch of tags for herpes that are just dumb. That and it's like dig double down on it. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Evan Montalongo, everybody. Your next comedian. Put your hands together. For Vishal Call! Thanks, everybody. What's going on? So, I'm stoked, y'all. I made a breakthrough in the gym today. Here's what happened. Worked out really hard. Shirt was off. Looking at myself in the mirror. I was tugging my tummy fat all the way down. And for the first time, I could see... Oh, this narcissism is going to be a problem. <laughs> uh... Now, people tell me I look like I could be uh, in movies, but like as the funny best friend, you know? And like, you know what I tell those people that think I just play a supporting role in their lives? I tell them, go get her, Tiger. Uh, I'm also flustered because on my way over here, this girl I'm seeing texted me and she told me I had this thing BDE, if you've heard of it. Yeah, she told me it means baby dick energy. Y'all seem like a cool crowd, so I'm going to get controversial for a second. Hot takes. I fucking love white people. I love white people. There you go. Especially because they all do this very sweet thing where they tell me about the Indian stuff they discover. I love it. (laughs) My friend Kayla the other day, she was like, Vishal, you have got to try this new thing they only have at Pete's. You're going to love it. It is called turmeric. Because great and shy. And uh, white people on the street will stop me and like be like, yo, I love your work on Chutney. <laughs> Do Bikram yoga every weekend. Keep with a good job, buddy. And honestly, I appreciate that stuff, though. Because I didn't know what those things were before. <laughs> Grew up in San Jose. Went to India one time in the last 10 years. Didn't like it. <laughs> it was gross. I don't know why white people keep wanting to go to India. Honestly, it's like too hot, too stinky, too crowded. Just go to the Tenderloin. (laughs) I will say, though, I enjoy 